Hello, and welcome to the Pretty Little Liars podcast on TimeTravelMurderMystery.com. I am Benjamin Light. Marco Sparks. Is who he is. And today on S1E12, we are watching S1E12 of PLL, entitled Salt Meets Wound. In which Humpty Dumpty was pushed. <laughs> yes, that is a sticker that Hannah is putting on her cast to cover up the A message at the start of the episode. The only other option she has available, according to Spencer, is Jesus is coming. Look busy. <laughs> and Spencer is as disgusted by that as any of us. And and season one of the show, they're not really like farming the Hitchcock references as well as they could, but they really could because Hannah's in a wheelchair in this episode. There's a little bit of that later. It's it's like but it's not. It's it's unintentional though. I mean, I feel like I'm sure know, the writers are looking back now and kicking themselves. You know, yeah, ser- seriously, yeah. So Hannah's uh, she gets taken home by it's been by about the, three weeks. Has it? I I, I didn't even pay attention she, to that. Well, she says at one point when she's talking about food that she's been on hospital food for three weeks. Hmm. Seems like too long. Yeah, it seems like way too long. I mean, especially like. Hospitals will kick you out for just about anything in three days. Seriously, seriously, yeah. <laughs> Maybe Ashley is just really just profligate with her money, you know? Yeah, yeah. Ash- now that Ashley's like flush with cash, she's like, keep her in there. I don't care. And so they take Hannah home. Hannah wants a Pop-Tart. So she, uh, as like the other liars are out like getting her bags or something. So she uses her crutch to knock down some stuff in the pantry. And knocks down a thing of lasagna. It's got all the cash in it. Because... That's where you hide your money if you're Ashley Merritt, is in the lasagna. In the carbs. Yeah, in the carbs. There's just well, like, there's gotta be like 50 grand in there, you know? Yeah, oh, Hannah's awesome because she's just like whacking at the shelf with her crutch mm-hmm. and all these boxes fall down and she's just like, ah, great. Mm-hmm. Why did this thing that clearly was gonna happen based on what I was doing happen? And so she, Kind of like gets all the liars out of there, like, you know, obviously lies about being tired and whatnot. I did find it hilarious that like while she's doing this in this whole scene, Spencer looks concerned. Arya is like looking off camera, like kind of like intentionally looking away like she's bored and she wants out of there. You know, Arya's just like, well, eh, I got to get out of here. Well, yeah. So my, my notes talk about the fact that uh, Emily, like when, when Hannah's like shushing them all away, Emily's like, you should call me. You know, if you need things, call me. And Arya's like. You can call me too, mm-hmm. you know, not Spencer. Spencer's not playing that game. No, but, you know, the other two leave, and then Spencer kisses Hannah on the head, which I thought was sweet. Yeah. Well, and the only other detail from the open that we're forgetting is that Arya's been busy for the past few weeks avoiding Noel Khan. Mm-hmm. For weeks, yeah. Yeah, weeks. Um, the the first of, of twice in this episode, though, which back when I first watched the show, I was like, God damn, A is omniscient. Like, uh... As soon as the girls are gone, like seconds after they're gone, and this is just mere moments after Hannah's discovered this money, A texts her about the money. Mm-hmm. Well, I, there is like a stuffed animal in the frame. Uh, I'm assuming there's like a bug in there, like a camera or something. Like that's that's how I assume that A's rolling right now. She just has like bugs planted in all their houses. Well, the, the show is pretty good about, especially in the, we talked about in the last week's episode with uh, even if there is no bug at all in mm-hmm. the thing that Noel Khan delivered. You stare at that, that like teddy bear so suspiciously. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so then uh, after she kicks everyone out uh, and hides the lasagna box, uh, Ashley Marin comes back in 
and Hannah kind of like quizzes her mom again on like where the money come from, and the mom Ashley says the bank loan came through, and Hannah says in a lasagna box. <laughs> <laughs> And so Ashley says that she hid it in the cards where she, the carbs where uh, she knew Hannah wouldn't look. Yeah. Like, that's a good place to hide money. It's like no one will look in the carbs. There's a, well, first of all, real quick, how do you want to do this? Do you want to do this by character or, or whatever? Um, I don't know. You take the lead. Uh, right now, my notes are still based by character, but I want to point out that this is the first time, first of, of two different methods by which characters limit Hannah <laughs> in this episode. And the first one is Ashley limiting her by the fact that she used to be fat. Yeah. You mentioned the carbs and stuff. And Hannah's already like tiny enough in that wheelchair and having to roll herself around. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's talk about Arya. Yeah. And so then the second time is my first note of my Arya section is that Arya makes a crack. I don't remember what it is now, but how dumb Hannah is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like a common thing. They're all kind of pointing out that she's a little stupid. You know, she's either, she's either stupid and blonde or she used to be fat. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, now now we've moved on to the Great Gatsby in Mr. Fitz's class. Yes. Which, even though we're talking about Arya here, uh, Spencer has a great look on her face when uh, when Fitz passes her her uh, like her essay or whatever you know her test. Oh, well, I think it's fitting is that seemingly Spencer and Emily have the exact same reaction in class to now knowing about Arya and Fitz and that that OTP. They're both just kind of like, ooh, girl, you know. I feel like Spencer in particular is just like so jealous, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wants to break off a piece of that, but for mm-hmm. now, she's she's yeah. Um. So then the class gets out, and uh, like Fitz is working in his in his classroom, and who should visit him but Noel Khan? Noel Khan. Noel Khan's not happy with his uh, score on his test. <laughs> And and it, you, you do wonder, did Fitz uh, grade him a little harder because he was Noel Khan, you know? Yeah. But you have to go Fitz back just to like, fuck this guy. See two you. episodes ago, when that moment they had it where they were actually alone, and Fitz is like, something you want to say to me, Mr. Khan? Yeah. <laughs> I like the way Noel Khan wrote, uh, he thought he should get an A, and the way he writes the A is very much like A. That was a good yeah. touch. Yeah. It's always funny to see uh, Fitz have to like be alpha with anyone, um, and so as soon as that scene's over, he basically like Fitz goes running and crying to Arya. It's just Ooh. like he threatened me, and she is yeah he's freaking out, and mm-hmm. she's like no big deal, be MBD, cool. be cool, boo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is very. I don't want to. I mean, she's. I wrote down in my notes uh, emotionally manipulative. Yeah. But... <laughs> no shit. <laughs> um, without the violence, because she's tiny, she's practically Ike Turner. This this scene, because she's just like, "Tell me what's wrong, baby. I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it, baby. Be cool. Mm-hmm. You know, stop, like, stop don't, your whining. Don't, like, don't, what don't you, you worry about Noel. I got him under my thumb. Yeah, and she's she's basically just like, you're just on the rag, Ezra. I'll take care of this. Yeah. And Fitz is like, do you? <laughs> do you really <laughs> have this under control? <laughs> I don't want to be mean or anything, but you're like four feet tall. <laughs> His like voice goes up like three octaves as he says that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so then, then she- Thing interrupts him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jennathan is like it's always like how long has she been standing there? They were like creepy blind ass at the door. Well, it's like she's blind, 
but she sees a lot more than she should. I always like scenes where like Jenna thing like shows up and is talking to one person, the other person just like doesn't move, doesn't say anything. You know? Yeah, praying to God that she's not being judged by yeah. the sight of Jenna thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll get into Hannah in a minute, but uh, there's eventually a party at Hannah's place. We'll go into the details of that in a minute, but. Uh, Arya ends up at the party and so does Noel Khan, and she confronts Noel Khan at Hannah's party. Mm. And the first thing she says to them is, You broke your promise. <laughs> yeah, and that that's really what Noel Khan cares about. Yeah, yeah. Well just the the in Arya's mind, like, you said you wouldn't say anything about this. You clearly haven't let it go. You've broken your promise. And Noel Khan, the way he plays her, is fascinating. Well, he first shows up and he's telling some dumb story about how uh, when they surprised Hannah, she might have peed herself. It was classic. Yeah, <laughs> classic. And Arya basically straight up asks him, like, like, do you have any old grudges against us? Or, she you know? goes there pretty fast. Mm-hmm. We there's there's in the other characters' stuff in this episode, there is the hint that Noel Khan might have a grudge against the Allison crew, mm-hmm. but Arya isn't there for whatever led to that flashback and like she dials into that potential really quick really quick well this guy is uh, he's, he's stepping to her her you know teacher boyfriend she's got yeah she's got to defend well and she's kind of he's kind of pre-manipulating her with oh i never blackmailed him like you got to wonder about a guy who would go to you and tell you that i blackmailed him that's kind of a weird you know like like character flaw yeah nice try noel are you see straight through you but uh, I wrote down in my notes, no con, female Arya, question mark? <laughs> well, poor, poor female Arya. Not in her league, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, so later, Arya's about to bail on Hannah's party, and she's telling Hannah about it, and Hannah says, well, where are you going? Hot faculty party? <laughs> and Arya's just, she's furious, but at the same time, pleased, you know? Yeah. I like the way Arya's just like, I was thinking about bailing, like, now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. See, the the individual liars, they all have really great, you know, reactions to the Arya-Ezra shipping. But, like, Hannah, or not Hannah, uh, Emily and Spencer, very much on the same page. Ooh, look at that. Look at you two. Mm -hmm. Like, like Hannah's a little more saucy about it. Yeah. Well, it's because Hannah's Arya's doppelganger, so... Yeah, they have a different type of relationship. But yeah, I like how uh, Hannah says to Arya, "You you must feel like you're babysitting at parties like this." And Arya, like, she kind of has this dismissive look, which is also like a like a confirmation, like a, a thrill of a grin in her, in her face. You know, like, yes, yes, because I'm so fucking precocious. I'm definitely babysitting you guys. You know, I am. I am so sophisticated. Mm-hmm. She's like, yes, I do feel like I'm babysitting you. The word sophisticated is taller than I am, and yet I am so sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, segue to Hannah, though. Uh, Hannah, you know, when she brings it up, she's a little hurt by Arya's secret. Yeah. And she says to her, I thought we were close. We told each other everything. That's a lie. <laughs> yeah, really. I don't want to ruin the title of the show for you folks, but that is a lie. But we are, you know, we're seeing now that the girls are realizing that they're still lying to each other about things, you know, mm-hmm. so that's going to cause some tension, clearly. Yeah. And then there's Hannah. So, uh, I don't know. Any other Arya stuff here? I mean, that's mostly her story is just like Ezra's feeling uh, like he's getting blackmailed, and so Arya's going to have to put Noel in his place. 
but she doesn't really do that. No. He he spins that BS story. He's trying to gaslight her about like, oh, I don't know, like that's what he's saying about me. And I didn't say anything like that. Then maybe, you know, it's, it's pretty creepy. They bad guy. use Noel very effectively in this episode. I felt like, mm-hmm. um, which we'll go into as we talk more about the girls. But uh, so there's Hannah. As we said, she confronts her mother about the money. Uh, Ashley maintains that she borrowed the money. Yeah. Ashley is amazing. Like, uh, like she just flat out steals. She, she's, she's a, she, she's a mama bear. She's going to do what she needs to to protect she, herself she and her kids. She threatens to kill somebody in the previous episode. <laughs> and she's just stealing money talking mm-hmm. about it in this episode. It's she's like, that old bitch fashion. won't miss it. She says she's going to pay it back by the end of the year. It's like, yeah, yeah the year. maybe you will. <laughs> we discover that she's, she's gotten right on her mortgage and a couple thousand dollars there in the pantry is just what's, what's left over. It's their that had to be at least 25 grand. Yeah, it's their cushion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I said, she, she dismisses Hannah with, I put in the box of carbs because you never find it there. <laughs> Um, discover that Hannah still has her spleen. Yeah, she didn't lose her spleen. Oh, there's a. We should talk about this Mona scene where Mona comes up to, I think it's Spencer and, uh, is it Emily? Spencer and Aria. Um, she comes up to them and announces that she, she, she found out that Ashley's working late in Scranton, which, how Mona would ever know that, I have no idea. Um, and so Uh, she's gonna. Intertextuality, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, the office, anyone? Anyways, yeah. So she and then she, she wants to throw a surprise party for Hannah, and I love that she refers to uh, Hannah's lame ass boyfriend Sean as Mister Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> and when she says she says I I can you know I got permission from Mister Hannah, and then it cuts to Spencer who kind of like smirks at that you know. <laughs> Sean, Sean, who we haven't seen in weeks. Yeah. Um. So Mr. Hannah and Mona are going to throw a surprise party for Hannah, which Spencer's like, I don't think she really wants that because she just got out of the hospital. <laughs> yeah. The, I'm biting my tongue quite a bit here. The mm-hmm. setup for the surprise party is very intriguing. That, uh, so, you know, it's, it's nighttime. It's, it's Hannah and Mona hanging out in Hannah's kitchen. Just hanging out like girls do. And, and Hannah, or Mona's clearly like, she's geared up for a much more fashionable evening. So Hannah assumes that Mona's going somewhere after this. Mm-hmm. They start to hear a noise from the backyard. But Hannah's got a little bit of PTSD from her. Yeah, incident, yeah. So she's freaking out. Mona's like, be cool, bitch. Like, and she opens the door and, and Mona is, let's just say Mona is quite the cruel prankster. <laughs> That's the only way I can put it. She's quite the cool prankster. The party kicks off. The surprise party kicks off. And this party goes from here to here in 15 seconds flat. I mean, there's music. All these, all these people run in, uh, and then there's like the slow-mo shot of Noel Khan yeah, walking in. Yeah. Like Noel evil Noel Khan, like slow-mo. grinning. Yeah. And I, I just want to, spoiler for we talk about the rest of the girls. They get so much currency out of Noel Khan's like sinister grin. Just, just him and that shit eating grin, just like being there, you know, it's like he, he's he, probably grinning about like the dumbest thing ever, you know, but yeah, like yeah. they're just like projecting probably, onto him all of their own fears, you know. Well, he flashes his, his shit eating grin, his sinister grin at all the three girls except for Arya. They just look over and they see that grin, that Cheshire mm-hmm. cat grin. Yeah. 
Um, so anyways, the party kicks off. This party takes place almost entirely in Hannah's kitchen because that's the only set they have really yeah. for the Marin house. And there's a lot of kids just hanging out in her kitchen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lucas shows up. Well, there's a, there's a quick flashback to seemingly a previous party that seemingly took place also in Hannah's house. Mm-hmm. Um, pink hair, Aria. Yeah. Pink hair, Aria. So Allison's alive. Great Five look. girls are hanging out. Mm-hmm. And Noel Khan gets dumped by some girl sitting in his lap. Some girl is a terrible th- actor, by the way. Yeah, yeah, she's atrocious. It's over, Noel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something. She gets a text and she just turns to Noel and says it's over. And he looks over because he just knows it's Allison, and and she's proud of it. And the other girls are like, the other girls are just like staring, like mouth breathing at this, and like don't understand what happened. And Allison has one of her wonderful predatory lines of uh well, what i did it for aria but i only kill when we need food or when i'm bored yeah, yeah. so she she broke nola up from his girlfriend to put him on the market for aria and then yeah she says i only kill when i need when we need food or when i'm bored which <laughs> is like that's ali in a nutshell right there it's like exactly. you can see why these girls would think that ali was awesome even though she was like horrible at the yeah. same time you know it's like yeah it's you couldn't not hang out with somebody like that it's like, oh my god, you're a monster. I love you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Lucas shows up, and he is turned into quite the pathetic, self-destructive lush. Ah, just a complete tool. God, I, I, I really am starting to hate Lucas. Like He has the most douchebaggiest line ever, because mm-hmm. Hannah, at one point, Hannah is kind of using him, because that's the way their roles were set up, where she talks about how she's behind all of her classes, and he needs, she, she basically says she needs like tutoring or whatever, mm-hmm. but she's also like genuinely missing her friend. And he says to her, this semester, I plan to go from the honor roll to the toilet roll. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, I'm really starting to hate him. Um, he's trying to act like a cool guy who's just like, I'm going to drink this. I don't even know whose it is. And watch me. I'm, I'm going to drink some more because I'm so cool, you know? Yeah. Then this is my first trip to Margaritaville. Oh God! What a douche! Yeah, Tarzan. Or uh, Tarzan. Sorry, Sean shows up quickly, establishing the difference between Sean and Lucas. And Lucas is trying to uh, spell out this like grudge he has against Sean, mm-hmm. and he's trying to be his like like nerdy self. Of, oh, me Tarzan, you Jane Austen. Like he's he's trying to suggest that uh, Sean is some sort of Neanderthal, which is hilarious because Sean is like like the most metrosexual gay guy on the show you know um but like because he like plays sports somehow that that you know that that so, makes him a dumb jock in, in lucas's eyes yeah yeah so yeah because lucas is so got the blinders on he can't see how incredibly gay sean is mm-hmm. um so again because this probably takes place entirely in a kitchen for all the cool kids uh sean is like telling some kind of wacky story about his adventures of handling like couple adventures mm-hmm. and um uh, all the cool kids are listening around, like cheering these stories on. Lucas is standing, I don't know, five, six feet away, mm-hmm. like offering like, uh, like, like douchebag color commentary that everyone's ignoring. Yeah. About how Sean's just like a, like a stupid, uh, St. Bernard dog. Yeah. And like, it's just like lame commentary. You know, it's like, that's a sick burn you got there, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So they eventually, they almost fight. I just want to point out that when, uh, when Sean is like finally had enough of this and like, you know, stands. He flies off the handle quickly. He flies off the handle finally. Mona looks delighted. 
Like, she yeah. can't wait to see this fight. Like, she was totally down for a fight there. Like, she just has the biggest grin on her face. Like, oh boy. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, like, Sean is very gay. Like, Lucas, like, they're all ignoring Lucas because his, his commentary is not very interesting. He's just or compelling. being, like, stupid. Yeah. Yeah, he's, just, yeah, it's just dumb. But, like, when Sean flies off the handle, like, like, he flies off the handle. I think it's warranted in this case. Lucas is just being a huge dick, you know? And, yeah, like, uh, like without prompting, it's not like they've been, like, needling Lucas over the night or anything like that, you know? They've been mostly ignoring him. So, Noel breaks up the fight, and Nocon has a great line with this stuff. <laughs> it's like fighting a kid that needs a telethon. <laughs> You're not wrong, Noel. You're not uh, wrong. Well done, Nocon. Well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so... I had a giggle though. I don't know. This is dumb. I had a giggle because, like, Hannah, like, you know, she's just like, obviously, we need to clear the air, Lucas. Let's go talk outside. And she wheels herself outside. Which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So they go in the backyard, and and Lucas kind of opens the door. He clearly has some issues with Allison. Yeah, he starts like flipping he, out, and like he shows yeah. his hand basically. Like he hated Allison. He hated Allison's crew, pretty much including Hannah. And like he was like trying to like make allowances for her, and he yeah. he admits to trashing the memorial. Yeah. Well, he, 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 it's very sinister at first because he says that he did something to her. He says, I should so have Hannah, done way worse to her. Yeah, and so Hannah's like freaking out at first. Um, and they finally he just destroyed the memorial because he couldn't, he couldn't stand living in a, in, a, in a world where he has to pass by that shrine to her every day. Yeah, get over it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Hannah still has got some, some post-traumatic stress. Um, I just wrote down in my notes, Nolan and Sean are dating, right? I mean, those two guys love each other. Yeah, they love each other. I mean, they are. There's some. Bro I don't know why Noel Khan would ever hang out with Sean. Sean's a total loser. Sean goes to like I want to be a virgin club, you know. Like Noel Khan is not going to that club. Yeah, yeah. Noel Khan is so sleazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's awesome. Don't get me wrong. No con. He like he like stars in those like abstinence only like sex education videos where he's trying to pressure the girlfriend. You know. Or Sean does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So eventually, everyone's gone from the house, and and Hannah's alone in the dark, and there's clearly somebody upstairs. Yeah, it's a creepy scene because she's mean, like, she's like stuck in her wheelchair. Yeah, of somebody upstairs, and then there's like clearly somebody in the backyard. She's like flipping out the lights. She's like freaking out. Uh, and then the lights come on, and it's just Ashley coming home. But it's like, but it's that like, wasn't Ashley who might have been either upstairs or outside, you know? Well, yeah, it's like, I don't know if they're trying to insinuate that, like, there's just all, like, Hannah's, like, you know, paranoid imagination, but it's like, there was clearly somebody upstairs. That, that's Seems terrifying. Like it. Seems yeah. like it. Um, but they discover that, uh, well, Ashley, of course, realizing there's been a party in her house, goes to where the money was, and the lasagna box, and the money's gone. There's a moral to this story. You know what that moral is? What's that moral? Don't hide your money in the lasagna. Yeah, but the you never the, know when some partying kids are like craving carbs. They might yeah, read exactly. it. they're gonna. And earlier, if they had heated Spencer earlier, she was, you know, trying to warn Hannah. You do need to cook that first. You do realize mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the whole scene is basically played for the rest of the episode. Like, great, another boneheaded move, Hannah. <laughs> Well, and then at the end, like, 
Hannah's like she's kind of trying to apologize and Ashley's just like just don't talk like Ashley's thinking like I am so fucked now you know like not like now I can't give that money back even though I probably wasn't going to anyway I can't now and I don't have it and somebody else does like it's like she's so exposed you know and so like she's she uh she shares uh like some like painkillers or sleeping pills with with, uh, Hannah which is great I like that mother and daughter sharing pills together and then she says, take your medicine, Hannah. Tomorrow's another day. But, like, she says it in, like, the, like, iciest kind of, like, depressing way possible. Yeah, the know? most dismissive way as she's walking away. Mm-hmm. So, Hannah takes out her, her bottle of pills, opens it up, finds a single C-note. Because the money was all in C-notes. Finds mm-hmm. a single C-note with a note wrapped around it. From A, you get your money back if you do what I say. Sweet dreams. So of course A has the money. Uh, and but- A is going to make Hannah dance for it. Well, and this is one of those things back when I first watched the show and I thought like, obviously like a is supernatural or she's a figment of their imaginations or something. Cause I felt like the sweet dreams was really convenient. <laughs> she's taking sleeping pills. She's about to go to sleep. It's just a handwritten note. It's not like a text of them. You know, I think I mean? you could, you could stuff. chalk that up to coincidence, you know, it, it was, a, it was in her bottle of sleeping pills. Let's say that. Yeah. True. True. It's a very mm-hmm. tremendous, uh, coincidence. Um, yeah. So Hannah, very interesting. And then there's Emily. Or yeah. things Emily. are tense in the Fields household. I just want to point out that like the first thing Emily's dad says in this is, "I like these sausages." I think we know what that's code for. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh God. I like. There's a whole like uh, like if you want to see it, it's there where. Mm-hmm. Emily's dad is just like so jealous of these rebellious girls. They live the life they want to live. He wishes he oh, could. He's like, oh no, I have to go back, you know, out to be deployed or something in a month. Darn. Yeah. Me and all the hot, sweaty guys in the tents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so looming on the horizon is some kind of family dinner where Maya's going to come over and meet Emily's family. It's something Emily wants. Mm hmm. Maya Maya's just being a, a bitch about it like usual. It's like she's basically she's talking to Emily about it and Emily's talking about how she's nervous and Maya's like looking for conflict. You know, she's yeah. like, Oh, should I wear a dress? Like you don't want to be like all butch, you know, like and Emily's just like, Would you fucking take it down a notch, you know? Tone it down. Yeah, I mean, she's just as close to just like saying would you take it easy, man? Yeah. Arya gets a sick burn in here because she's just kind of like there for the conversation. She says, FYI, if you're going to wear jeans, iron them. <laughs> just like pieces out. Yeah. Which I don't think Maya realized she was just getting burned by Arya there. Arya out drops mm-hmm. the mic. Yeah. Um, so Emily's mom, I don't know if it's like so much for the dad's sake or for her own sake or just trying to be cool because she's not cool is trying to make this like the perfect family thing. She's trying mm-hmm. to treat this as if like Emily's bringing home a boy. Yeah. Worrying about the menu, asking Emily what Maya, you know, can eat, not eat. And Ma- and Emily says she can eat anything. It's fine. But no, it's not fine because Maya is allergic to seafood. Or is she? Yeah, yeah. It's like, is Maya just being kind of like a bitch, like a bitch or is, is she Total actually allergic? Bitch. I do yeah. want to point out before that dinner happens, there is like a Spencer and Emily scene where they talk about this. It's, it's just more like doppelganger fodder, you know? Yeah. As they talk about how they feel about Maya coming over. Um, so 
yeah, the, the, the dinner is just like awkward and like you find out Maya's a bastard and like her parents didn't marry until she was like five or something. She's, well, parents met in Berkeley of all places. Yeah. And yeah, like, uh, the mom never had a real ring. The dad just like wrote on her finger up a Sharpie and then had a Which tattoo. I feel like that would be sweet if it wasn't a story told by Maya, you know? Well, and Emily's mom hates that Maya's family flies in the face of traditional family values. Mm -hmm. She fucking hates it. And, and so as she's like leaving the room. She looks back and the two girls are playing footsies under the table. Disgusting. Well, she goes in into the pantry to look for something else to cook and then just starts crying. And at this point, I'll be honest. I, I almost feel bad for Mrs. Fields here. Almost. Um, and I, I think you can make the argument that it's almost like Emily coming out is kind of like rubbing it in, uh, Mrs. Fields face that like, her own life is like pretty fucking lame, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like she's just like Mrs. Dutiful housewife, like did everything that she's supposed to, and like what does she have to show for it, you know? Well, she did everything she th she thought she was supposed to do because she wanted a certain outcome, and that outcome mm -hmm. wasn't what she got. But the the thing that that makes you not totally hate her, and I've actually written in my notes at one point, I hate her, mm -hmm. is that she doesn't cry in front of them. Yeah, yeah. She retreats to cry. She doesn't want them to see how disappointed she is, how much in pain she is. Um, there are a lot of interesting things in this episode where there's resonance between the different girls and their storylines. I just think it's interesting that she goes into the pantry surrounded by the, the food products. Yeah, yeah. To the, the breakdown of her family, which is kind of similar to Hannah's story, the two doppelganger girls, because you find out that it's all facade. It's all a great Gatsby thing. It's all set dressing in, in Hannah's home that there's, there is lasagna. I mean, in a lot of those boxes, a lot of those boxes of Hannah's, you know, cabinet are empty. Mm -hmm. They're filled with cash. They're filled yeah. with flies. <laughs> um, so yeah, then later after dinner's over, Emily, who's a little oblivious, is like, it was a great dinner, Maya. They loved you. And the two girls start to kiss and, my or Emily's mom comes out and you know sees them kissing on the front porch. Disgusting. But at least she doesn't she doesn't show it to them. You know, no, she's trying to be she's trying to be good. She's, she's cool about it until after Maya leaves and they go back in and and Emily's just like, thanks so much for being cool about it. And the mom's like, guess what? I'm not cool at all. I'm disgusted. You know, which like it, then you're like, well, now you're just being a cunt. You know, like. Like, you, you could have just said, I'm not cool with it, and left it there. Like, you didn't have to make, like, shame Emily and make her feel, you know, disgusting. Speaking of disgusting, Emily then, on her way to Hannah's party, <laughs> stops by and visits Toby, who's on his porch. Being creepy. Being fucking creepy as usual. Mm -hmm. Fiddling around with his now ankle monitor. Yeah, Toby, like, banging on that thing isn't going to help. You're just going to piss somebody off and, like, get well, a squad car at your house. At one point, he's got like a screwdriver involved. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, because nobody's ever figured out how to get out of their ankle monitor before. Yeah, he'll he'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So she's trying to tell him that you know she's tried to contact him. She's been she's been concerned. She didn't turn him in, and he's just gonna stick it to her like a prick. Yeah, she's like, I want you to know I didn't turn you in. Do you believe me? And he's just like, Did you believe me? They just like stare at each other. And she just yeah. walks. She just walks off. She's like, Whatever. yeah. And he's yeah. He's like, I never got an answer from you. So guess what? You're not getting, bitch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So party over. Uh. Eventually, Emily comes back home. Mom is not cool. Basically, you know, your dad's going back to the army because you're a lesbian. <laughs>
Oh, we should mention that uh, after that scene with Toby, like, Jonathan appears, as she always does, to be creepy, and uh, tells Toby that she was the one who called the cops on him, because she didn't, she didn't want him out there like a fugitive. I, uh, <laughs> I want to take a screen cap of my uh, notes for you, because it just says, the Toby Jonathan scene, so wonderful. <laughs> Yeah, and then she, she she basically like starts to try to like initiate some like some making out with Toby, and he's just like, no. Well, this scene is like it's like it's so emulating like scenes you've seen a million times before, where she's like, I'm the one to call the cops because like you belong back home where it's safe, and she tries to kiss him, you know, like she tries this like some kind of seductive move, and he's just like, I told you. Like no matter what happens, I'll never touch you like that before. So like touch you like that again. She slaps him. Yeah, she slaps him because she's been spurned. And says, "Don't forget who you're talking to." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like like like, this is like you haven't seen like in the (laughs) movies since the forties. Wonderful scene. Poor Toby getting molested by Jenna thing. Yeah, crazy, seductive, weird, blind girl. Um, and then there's Spencer. There's always Spencer, yes. Last, but but certainly not least. Um, so what's Spencer up to here? Let's talk about Spencer's outfit. Okay. She, she has an outfit we're talking about in this episode. She's got on this like kind of like crimson, kind of like blouse slash like work shirt type of thing. Uh, over that like a gray vest, and then she's wearing like a same color crimson, like this kind of like a flapper hat type of thing going on. It is it is a giant oversized flower away from being a blossom hat. Almost, yeah. Yeah. But I I'd say she she makes it work, you know. She's Spencer. It's an ensemble. Spencer's got kind of a like a proto neo Audrey Hepburn fashion sense about mm-hmm. her. And in my notes I just wrote down, "Oh, Alex, right. This asshole." Yeah, the fucking boyfriend showed up again. We were fortunately we like the show forgot about him for the last two episodes, so we didn't have to deal with him. This asshole drives a Mustang, Mm -hmm. which I like that the Mustang. Like on one hand, it's like, ooh, he's so other side of the tracks. On the other hand, like Mustangs aren't cheap. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hate this guy. So he shows up just being lame. And while this is happening, like, she sees, like, uh, Toby Cavanaugh, like, showing up at, like, the courthouse or something, you know? Um, or maybe he's leaving. I don't know. She, she's, she's not done with Toby yet. She's still giving him the stink eye from, like, across the street, you know? Mm-hmm. Even though, like, uh, now she fully 100% believes that Noel is the killer in A, she also believes that Toby's the killer in A, you know? Yeah. And yeah, Toby's out on yeah. Um... And finally, Spencer's parents, they're not acting all that crazy about Melissa's marriage, but they're not necessarily in love with this idea. <laughs> and we, we see that the, Spencer's mom keeps getting all these, like, uh, like picture messages from Melissa. And it's like her and Ian are, like, honeymooning at, like, the food court in the mall. Like, yeah. they're doing all this very, like, non-Melissa stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which I feel like is a lot more suspicious than the show really tries to portray in the scene. Well, because I think it's Spencer, the one who says, like, Melissa's all about, like, princess dresses and pink champagne, you know? And, like, yeah. what is she doing, like, just, like, like you know, slumming it with this dude? Yeah. Uh, and the mom's just like, well, considering how much he had to do with her last, you know, potential marriage failing, why don't you shut the fuck up, Spencer? <laughs> <laughs> Spencer's like, I'll consider it. 
This is a, a rare episode, I feel like, because you get both Spencer's mom and Spencer's dad in this episode. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. But and not in the same scene. No, 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 of course not. Of course <laughs> not. Because they might be the same person for all we know. Yeah. Um, so later on, Tennis Bro is there to pick up Spencer after school. Uh, he's looking at a brochure. And I, we're going to talk about this more in a minute because the men all have a theme in this episode, which drives me nuts. But uh, he's looking at a brochure and she's like, oh, honey, you know, being a dutiful girlfriend, what is that? And he's like, it's a brochure for this tennis clinic in Sweden. And everyone who goes to this tennis clinic in Sweden, which sounds like bullshit, goes to the Swedish Open because apparently I'm a huge tennis bro. Well, it wasn't, like, it wasn't just a brochure. It was like he had been like nominated or something. Right, or something. Like, yeah. like it was, it wasn't like, hey, just go do this and maybe you'll get lucky. It's like, hey, you got like recommended and like you, you got your foot in the door for this like prestigious like tennis academy thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Spencer is like, immediately on board you should do this this is great this is for your future i can get an internship in stockholm yes. i can get a tattoo on my back of a dragon maybe i can like solve mysteries it's it's gonna be amazing mm-hmm. and he's just like nope nope immediately nope i need to stay here and work for my uncle because i'm poor as shit. yeah my poor ass uncle needs me to like do like like construction or demolition of houses or just something completely fucking lame like, cause, cause but, he's just an ambitious, ambitionless tool, you know? But see, the thing about this scene though is to me, he is totally throwing this in her fucking face. He's like, he's like, look how poor I am. Mm-hmm. Because here's how this scene would have gone in real life. What are you looking at, honey? This nothing tosses it away. No, he, he lets her know exactly well, what this is. The impression and then I get tells her that he can't do it because he's so goddamn poor. Well, the impression I get is not that he can't do it because he can't afford it, but that he promises, like, poor-ass uncle, he would, like, help him on his, like, construction job or something. salt of the earth, yeah. like, the values of these poor fucking people bullshit. Yeah, yeah. not that he but, couldn't but, go if he wanted to, but he won't, because he's gonna, he's, like, he stick with his peoples. It. He's throwing it in her face. This mm-hmm. is, this is he's, he's reminding her of some kind of line that he perceives between her people and his people. Spencer's like, okay, you know, all right, this is your thing. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fuck around at that. All right. So he goes to the party at Hannah's place with her mm-hmm. uh, as the boyfriend. And at one point they're kissing on the stairs and Spencer <laughs> has to pull back because she's distracted by the mystery. Well, she's, she may be kissing Alex, but she's not so into him that she's not spying on Noel Khan the whole time, you know? <laughs> But like I said, there's there's so much currency derived from just Noel Khan smiling at the three girls who aren't Arya in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like such a great like it's almost it's almost like Jenna thing worthy. Yeah, yeah, almost. Um, it just seems suspicious. But think about like like how effectively they've rewritten the audience's perception of Noel Khan in like three episodes. Yeah, pretty much, because he started out kind of lame. Well, that one episode, he shows up at the end, and it's like, he's he's announced himself as a candidate to almost be, like, potential for, like, Arya's, like, real mate. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, he, the, that scene in Hannah's kitchen. And, like, three episodes later, it's like, he just has to smile. And you're like, ugh. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she, she kind of dismisses, like, Spencer, this, this is tennis bro outside to wait for her. And... Uh, eventually she joins him after like, there's a, there's a theme there that, that Spencer's typically late to tennis mm-hmm. bro because she's busy doing things that are more important to her. Yeah. In this case, using the bathroom. 
So there's a, a long line because like Mona was like screwing with her like eyelashes in there or something like that. Something's so wonderfully Mona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Tennis Pro is upset though because he's like staring at his, his email on his phone, which I'm amazed he has a smartphone because he's so fucking poor. Um, and he's upset because he's gotten a receipt that somebody has applied to the tennis clinic for him and he's positive it's her. Yeah. And she's like, well, I didn't do that. And he's just like, I like, don't believe you. I don't believe you. And, at this point, I'm like, just dump his fucking ass, Spencer, you know? And so they basically break up because, uh, he's, he's too poor and salt of the earth. He, he actually says, don't make me like you, which is just like, fuck off, dude. But again, there's a theme, like, there's, of the high school boys, of Noel Kahn, of Lucas, of Tennis Bro, that they're gonna throw it in these women's faces, even Toby a little bit. They're throwing mm-hmm. it in these women's faces for their own lots in life. Yeah, yeah, really. Um, I feel like Spencer's, it's like, let's be honest here. You would rather play with A than bother with Alex. And you well, know it. Well, so A texts her to let her know mm-hmm. that, that A is the one who sent yeah. Tennis Bro's application. They say and point Spencer, set match XO A. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Spencer, yeah, she basically confirms that she won't fix things with Alex because she doesn't want to have to tell him about A. Because if she's really being honest with herself, A is a lot more fun than Alex is. But she's gotten all she really wants out of Alex. Like she's not gonna sleep with that dude. He's too fucking yeah. lame. Because look at his fucking chin. Yeah. Everything about his face just says "punch me, please." She's I like, huge target here for you. She's basically punched her like I dated a poor guy ticket, you know. And there's there's nothing else to gain from continuing that relationship anyway. The guy's a fucking tool. Uh, he'd be no fun to hang out with because he'd he'd just like make you self conscious about everything, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. She can't. She can't reach for a wallet once because it needs to remind her how poor he is. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Spencer is goddamn positive that's no con is a. She's <laughs> goddamn fucking positive. She'll swear on a stack of Bibles. Yeah. yeah. Although at the uh, same time, she is not done with Toby. She doesn't like that Toby. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like him, but she's positive no con is a. Um, meanwhile, back at home, we find out that Ian has a lot of fucking boxes. <laughs> yeah, they're, she just like left in their fucking living room. Yeah. yeah, all of this shit's been transported to the uh, the Spencer Hastings yeah. home. And Spencer's dad, Nathan Drake, is there. And he's like, yeah, I kind of don't like this douchebag, but whatever, fuck it. He, you know? he describes <laughs> Ian as impulsive and passionate. Mm-hmm. But he says maybe Melissa needs a little uh, little shove out of the bird's nest, you know? Yeah, yeah, because she's obsessed with the barn, as Spencer says. Um, yeah, Spencer is definitely frustrated that, that Toby could be found guilty because they apparently... The Toby sweater, they, they had positive match for Allison's blood. Um, I Spencer love that it's, uh, it's her dad, Nathan Drake, who gives her that piece of information. He's like, by the way, I was talking to my buddy at the, the police station. I don't know why I have a buddy at the police station, but. Oddly enough, though, <laughs> two episodes in a row, the dads have buddies at the police station. Because remember, yeah. Emily's dad has a buddy at the police station. Small too. town, yeah. Yeah, small town. Um, you gotta worry about people thinking of the small town. Um, so I like to think that it's, uh, it's Barry the cop. That, that's, yeah, Barry the cop. Yeah. Yeah, I love Barry the cop. Yeah, Spencer's frustrated that Toby could found guilty now and that no one else be investigated because, again, she's goddamn positive it could be no con. And also Ian, yeah. Yeah, and also Ian, too. One mm-hmm. of these guys. And we look at Ian's bag and we see the first mention of Hilton Head. Yeah, on Ian's, is like his golf bag. He's got a, a Hilton Head golf resort, uh, like, uh, luggage tag. And then flashback to when this was the day of the labor day party where allison disappeared it's like she's the barn yeah she's just back from visit like she like spent the summer with her 
grandmother in Georgia. Georgia. Uh, and she has a Hilton Head tag on her luggage as well. And Spencer is just like, well, Hilton Head's in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And Allison's just like, stop being so suspicious, bitch. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, if you didn't know why Allison secretly hated Spencer, it's mm-hmm. all in that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Spencer is always, uh, always nosy, always suspicious. Always a detective, yeah. And always kind of going to press on like the many lies Allison tells, you know? Yeah, seeing her who she really is, yeah. Well, because again, this is not like, huge leaps of detective work it's literally on her fucking back mm-hmm. you know what i mean the other yeah. girls are just so obsessed with how wonderful ali is but so now uh, we've established that both allison and ian have visited the hilton head golf resort which as far as spencer's concerned is a, a smoking gun you know yeah yeah of course only spencer and again it's it's the allison mystery is really it's existing right in spencer's living room mm-hmm. um but yeah, so the last thing in the episode is the one we mentioned with Hannah and her mom in the uh, kitchen, the Marin household, and the note that uh, Hannah finds in the sleeping pill thing. And then we get the A tag. Yeah, which is just A stuffing C notes into a uh, like a weird clown piggy bank thing. One by one. Yeah. This is a very, like, in case you didn't know that A was crazy. A specifically folded up the $100 bills and then stuffing them in that piggy bank one by one. And not a couple, like quite a few. Mm-hmm. This is like a minute and a half scene of her like stuffing like uh, C notes. Yeah. Which is uh, the show's way of uh, communicating to you that uh, guess who's getting fucked by A next? It's going to be Hannah. Yeah. yeah. And a-, a is coming after Hannah again. <laughs> I, I almost wish the show would do something where they would tell you what next week's episode is called. Like, next week on Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> because next week's episode is called Know Your Frenemies. <laughs> Which is wonderful. Yes. This is the show that's all about frenemies. Mm-hmm. It could be called Pretty Little Frenemies. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't quite have the same ring as Pretty Little Liars. No. Not as Pretty Little Liars or as my original title for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is a this is a solid, fun episode. Well, we're we're in a good groove right now. It only yeah. gets better. Yeah, I mean, it can't match just the tenacity of last week's episode, but it's fun. It's good, and Tensebro's gone. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert: That's the last you see of that fucking asshole. Thank God. Yeah, he sucked. Yeah. He was just fucking lame. Like yeah. he's like just so not even worthy of Spencer, you know. Seriously, and that fucking chin. I just wanted her to say like it's not because you're poor, it's because you're lame. <laughs> exactly. She's uh, like, I could do my bullshit with you, or I could go play Nancy Drew, you know. Yeah, and guess what? I'm gonna go to some Nancy Drew shit. Mm-hmm. That gets me more aroused than you do. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> All right, so uh, yeah, that's it for this episode. Next week, know your frenemies. Mm-hmm. Any looking last thoughts? No, just looking forward to next week. Let me take a quick look at the wiki, see if there's any little details are missing here. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. All right, well, uh, we'll talk again. Toodaloo. Bye-bye.
Thank you. 